Welcome back to another episode of Off the Grid, and I'm your host, Kaylee. Now, last episode, I said before the Italian Grand Prix that this was going to be a crazy race, that it was going to be unpredictable, that it was going to be one to remember, and I did not expect what actually happened. Uh, it was definitely a race that will be remembered this season, and it was just absolutely insane. So, of course, I love to start at the bottom of the uh, the team standings. So, the 10th team, Haas, uh, did actually have quite a few events happening in their race. And, of course, Haas, Mick Schumacher, uh, did end up spinning a little later in the race uh, after some contact with Nikita Mazepin. Nikita Mazepin actually did retire from the race because of some engine problems, uh, which did cause a, a yellow flag on the on the race. But then you have Alfa Romeo, which uh, and instead of having uh, Kimi Raikkonen uh, the past two weekends, they've had Robert Kubica, and uh, he's filling in for him because uh, Raikkonen uh, tested positive for COVID. And then Antonio Giovinazzi, still questionable about his seat. Uh, he said that he's got three races to prove himself, and this was the third uh, race weekend. He, I believe he started eighth on the grid. And uh, he did not finish in the position that he probably would have liked to finish in. He finished in 13th, um, which is pretty much average for him. Uh, and then Williams, George Russell finished once again in the points. Uh, he finished P9. Nicholas Latifi uh, didn't really have that exciting of a race. Um, he finished in 11th, so just outside of the points. And he's guaranteed a spot uh, next year with Williams, uh, him and Alex Albon will be teammates. So great to see Alex Albon back in formula one, Aston Martin, uh, Sebastian Vettel had a little brush, uh, with Lance Stroll, his teammate early on in the race, which lost him about four, uh, spots. And then he had an incident later on in the race, uh, with Esteban Ocon where they bumped tires. It was Definitely not Vettel's fault on the on the Ocon um, incident. Uh, Yuki Tsunoda and Pierre Gasly for Alpha Tauri. Alpha Tauri did not have a good weekend, considering that Yuki Tsunoda was the first one to uh, retire from the race, and then Pierre Gasly uh, just behind him after uh, having some some problems. And then Alpine uh, Esteban Ocon did have that little brush uh, with. Uh, Sebastian Vettel, but Fernando Alonso was, uh, quite, not, he wasn't as present, and, uh, his, he kind of toned down the action, uh, in his Alpine, but all the action was happening up front, uh, with the top four teams, and we are in, we're, you know, we're in Italy this weekend, and Ferrari, I mean, they are the fan favorite, they are number one, uh, the fans want to see them win. They want to see them on the podium. Unfortunately for Ferrari fans and the Ferrari drivers, Carlos Sainz finished P6 and uh, Charles Leclerc uh, finished um, P4 uh, because of just where Sergio Perez uh, ended up with his time penalty, uh, which we'll get into later. But So Ferrari, not the best weekend for him considering that they lost their third place in the Constructors' Championship, uh, which 
They lost to McLaren. Now, McLaren, if they did not have the best weekend, and really the top three teams need to be talked about all together because that's where the action was. The fight was between McLaren, Red Bull, and Mercedes this weekend. Now, for Red Bull, they don't have the car that's set up for Monza. Monza is the temple of speed. It is one of the last circuits where you need straight line speed and you need that slipstream to really throw your car around that track. Now, McLaren and Mercedes have really fast cars, especially on the straight. Their cars were built for straight line speed and they both run on Mercedes power units. And let me tell you, Mercedes didn't have the best weekend. They, I mean, Valtteri Bottas definitely had an amazing weekend uh, through qualifying in the sprint qualifying where he ended up actually just blowing, I mean, just blowing Lewis Hamilton out of the water by just keeping, you know, P1 in the sprint race. And then Max Verstappen ended up having uh, P2. Well, Mercedes unfortunately decided to switch the power unit this weekend. So Valtteri Bottas actually ended up starting P20 on the grid. So he was starting dead last. And which actually gave Max Verstappen P pole position. And then Daniel Ricciardo, who hasn't had the best with qualifying. So I think the sprint race is definitely something that Daniel Ricciardo likes. Because he's seeming to do really well in them. He did decent during Silverstone and now clearly he's done amazing in Monza and I mean I think it's safe to say that McLaren definitely has been working hard the past few years and they've finally things are finally starting to click for him with Lando's uh, podiums this year I believe he's on four or five um, for his career I believe it's five for his career four for this season because he won in Imola uh then he won in Monaco and then he won in Austria and now here he's won again in Italy so Italy is proving very well for him uh especially this season because he's won or he's got a podium in both the Italian uh both Grand Prix that have been uh, in Italy so Sergio Perez for Red Bull he kind of just slowly climbing up and he held uh the third place for a while towards the end which unfortunately because he got a five second penalty because he cut one of the corners and didn't give the place back uh, he had to suffer that time penalty at the end of the race and that actually knocked him down to fifth so he ended up splitting the Ferraris but that didn't help the team very much uh, considering that one of the Mercedes would then finish in front of them and that Mercedes would belong to Valtteri Bottas, which, of course, has lost his Mercedes seat. And, I mean, but the, the two main guys going into this season, especially for, uh, you know, going into the championship battle, was Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton. Five points separated them after the sprint qualifying, after Max Verstappen was awarded two points for getting... Uh, second in uh, in the qualifying at the end of the qualifying but what I don't because I mean because Daniel Ricciardo and his McLaren were leading for pretty much the entire race which was amazing um, 
he actually, Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton were kind of stuck in the pack of all these cars. They didn't have that 30-second gap like they normally would, and I'm sure if one of the Mercedes uh, was able to get up and stay in front for more than just one lap, they definitely would have ended up being able to build up a 10, 20, 30-second lead over the rest of the pack. But it proved for some great racing because by the time that they all uh, went into the pits, Daniel Ricciardo came out in 7th, 6th or 7th. Lando Norris came out 6th or 7th. Max Verstappen once again came out 6th or 7th. And Lewis Hamilton came out in between Lando Norris and Max Verstappen. And they went into that first chicane after Hamilton left the pits. Max Verstappen clearly did not want to be behind Lewis. He did not want to finish behind Lewis. And if they had just waited and waited for all the cars in front of them to go into the pits like McLaren did, then they would have easily gotten uh, some decent points out of it. They may not have gotten a podium, but they probably would have gotten a good fight and a good race out of it instead of uh, after that first chicane. uh, Max Verstappen and uh, Lewis Hamilton, of course, uh, their rivalry and battle between each other just keeps rising, and uh, they just kind of collided, and if it wasn't for that halo, Lewis Hamilton would probably uh, not have been able to get out of that car. It would have been a completely different situation, so thank goodness for Formula One's safety regulations and safety uh, improvements that they've made throughout the years, because the tie- the rear, uh, I believe it was the rear left tire, uh, was a rear right tire. It was one of the back tires, uh, pretty much landed right on top of the halo of Lewis Hamilton's car. And you may not be a Lewis Hamilton fan, but you never want to see a driver get hurt. You never want to see a driver in that position where they've got to get rushed to a hospital. So it's always good to watch both drivers or one, whatever, uh, the incident is to see a driver walk away. And uh, that was just another, uh, just another event that happened in this race. I mean, Monza 2019, we saw Charles Leclerc went, uh, went on to win. Uh, 2020, an unforgettable podium once again because it was kind of just like a roll of the dice. They said Pierre Gasly, you'll win. Uh, Carlos Sainz, you'll take second, and then uh, Lance Stroll, you'll take third. So. That was kind of last year's podium, and this year's podium was no exception. I don't think anyone could have predicted it going into the weekend. And then we saw the sprint ray, the sprint qualifying and qualifying. And I mean, the McLarens were just dominating and keeping up with both the Mercedes and the Red Bulls. So it was kind of a question of could McLaren get a podium, not both drivers on the podium. Uh, I don't think anyone went in saying both McLaren drivers have a a good shot at uh, at being on podium, but they managed to do it. Lando Norris, P2, his highest finish in Formula 1, and Daniel Ricciardo, the honey badger, is back on top of the podium with the biggest smile you've ever seen. And earlier in the season, when he was or when he was signed to McLaren, he made a bet with Zach Brown. He said, if I get a podium this year, I have to drive Dale Earnhardt's car that you have. I I get to drive the car that you have that belonged to Dale Earnhardt. Dale Earnhardt is his all-time hero and, and driving 
uh, inspiration, and that's the reason why he has number three. So I don't think that Zach Brown is going to be too upset when he lets Daniel Ricciardo drive that car around around the track. I mean, it was just a beautiful race in terms of watching the two McLarens just find their way through. And, it, and I mean, Lando Norris being able to hold off Lewis Hamilton for such a long time. Uh, I believe he managed to get through for one corner and then Lando ended up getting it back. It was just an all-around great race. It's definitely my favorite race of the season. Uh, Hungary's close seconds um, is definitely one of the most unpredictable races uh, of the season and a great way to close out the, the triple header. And, of course, now we've got a break, uh, a one-week break, and then uh, the Sochi race. So things could easily change. Uh, McLaren is definitely not going to you know, have a big chance of jumping back and winning uh, the the Constructors' Championship considering that they're almost three, they're 300 points behind Red Bull. Are there 100, so 100 points, that's, you'd have to win almost every single race uh, this season and Mercedes and Red Bull would have to score no points uh, to even have a shot at, at winning um, the Constructors' Championship. So the chances of them climbing into first or second for the Constructors is uh, low. But, I mean, Daniel Ricciardo came in with the fastest lab, so he got, uh, on top of the 25 points, he got another point on top of that because he got the fastest lap in the last lap of the race. It was beautiful. Uh, I mean, you couldn't have asked for a better a better podium. And uh, the, the celebration, we saw Daniel Ricciardo do his shoey. We saw not only did Daniel do it, but Lando Norris joined in and Zach Brown also joined in. So, great weekend for McLaren. Not so great of a weekend for Ferrari, Mercedes, or Red Bull. Uh, great weekend for Valtteri Bottas, though, because, I mean, he's leaving Mercedes, and he's had a great... He pretty much walked away with Monza with more than he could ever ask for. I mean, P20, starting in last, and getting on the podium, just absolutely amazing. And we saw some great... Uh, I mean... <laughs> Before the race even started, uh, during the sprint, after the sprint race, uh, they asked Daniel uh, how tomorrow was going to play out, and he said, "Because of my Italian heritage, uh, Max Verstappen or Max said that he was going to, if I, I pulled away and got ahead of him, that uh, he'd let me pass and he'd hold off the the rest of them for me." And that's essentially what happened. Uh, whether that conversation actually happened, which I doubt it did, uh, because, you know, Daniel, he's a he's a joking man. But it was just great to see um, just the energy in the McLaren garage and just to see the actual wholesome and, and amazing happiness that came out of this weekend for the McLaren team. I mean, Lando Norris wanted to win. You You could tell that he wanted to win, but... He also was just happy to get, I mean, he's never gotten P2 in Formula 1. More than happy to get a podium. More than happy to get P2. More than happy to get both McLarens on the podium. More than happy to have the McLaren team score some much-needed points and get ahead of Ferrari. And just all-around 
great weekend for him. And Lando was not upset with the results, even though he didn't win. Uh, he was happy that Daniel could. He was happy that the team uh, was able to accomplish that. And what more could you ask? Um, I'm sure this race will be one of the, the big talking points in uh, Season 4 of Drive to Survive. And I'm sure that that uh, incident between Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton will continue to go on and on for years to come. And it will be a huge talking point in uh, Netflix uh, Drive to Survive. So definitely a lot of a lot of great stuff came out of this weekend, whether you're a fan of uh, Lewis Hamilton or, or Max Verstappen or just a Ferrari fan or, or even just a McLaren fan. If you are just a fan of F1, this was a race that just amazing. Monza never ceases to disappoint and it's the podiums are always unexpected and this year was no exception. It was just a beautiful race and as a McLaren fan I'm so happy to see both the McLarens on the podium and to see Daniel Ricciardo uh, be one of the drivers to finally get up there. And I believe uh, before this he was the uh, highest scoring, he had the highest points um, out of all of the guys who hadn't gotten a podium yet this year. Um, so he finally got his podium, and it wasn't just a podium, it was the it was a win. So what more could you ask for? And uh, Daniel even made a joke after he said that uh, he was sandbagging and the whole season he was like, oh, some fives, some P5, P, P6, P4, and then, you know, just come in and you gotta make a big gotta finally get the big one and you gotta just win a race and so uh congratulations to daniel ricardo congratulations to lando norris congratulations and great job to the mclaren garage and just an amazing race and i love the sprint format i love the the sprint qualifying and and all that uh so i hope it stays for next year especially for monza because it definitely made the weekend more rememberable and just absolutely incredible you can follow us on Twitter at F1 Off The Grid or go to our website, offthegrid.net. And join us, not next week, but in two weeks for the preview of the Russian Grand Prix where we are talking about Sochi.